We're back. Welcome to the Chemist Confessions podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Gloria. And this is a human conversation on all of the skincare science we talk about daily. Uh, <laughs> and on the regular. Today, yeah. And today's episode, we are doing a meets podcast where we're going to summarize our 30 for 30 sunscreen challenge findings because we've gone through a lot of sunscreens in a very short amount of time and we have a lot of feels that we have to share with you <laughs> so many feels but first let's go through a couple of nice words yep the first one is for the experiment kit these are our set of minis that you can use to try it. A uh, chemist routine. People are liking them, Gloria. I'm really happy. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and title is Great Introduction. I was curious to try this new to me brand, and this little chemistry set was perfect. I am sold. I have already purchased the full size bottles of Aquafix and Blank Slate Cleanser. My next purchase will be Mr. Reliable Moisturizer. These approachable products are gentle on my sensitive skin and have a nice subtle fragrance. I will recommend this kit to anyone who is wondering what the hype is all about. Hi, sorry. <laughs> I actually look forward to washing my face at night, whereas before I could not be bothered. Aww. Reading your book has encouraged this routine as well. Thank you. Yeah, oh, I love this review. That is so sweet. Yeah, I'm really glad the kit works for you. We were working on this for so long because um, we knew that minis and just like a little introduction was nice and we didn't know like basically we were working on the packaging a really long time <laughs> but i'm glad it all worked out yeah i mean skincare is an experiment always a lot of times you just won't know till you trial mm -hmm. um so we just we always love hearing that people can find even just one or two that could be helpful to their routine yeah yeah Awesome. All right. And the second nice words is about our Blink Slate Gel Cleanser. And we are focusing on the Blink Slate because in our 30 for 30, we use Blink Slate majority of the time mm -hmm. as our wash off test. The title is Extremely Effective but Non Stripping Cleanser. This person writes I have tested hundreds of products but struggled to find a cleanser that removes sunscreen and makeup completely but without stripping the skin or being too foamy. This is the perfect gel with a light lather, and after cleansing, I do not need to do a double cleanse. Yes. Everything has already been removed, including eye makeup, my new go-to cleanser. Yes. I, I think that's I everything feel, we wanted, right? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> literally summed up our thought process yeah. when we were even conceptualizing right. this cleanser. Sick. <laughs> yeah. So we've definitely, when we created Blank Slate, mm -hmm. we want to make sure that it can remove sunscreen, but also daily makeup. Mm -hmm. We will be honest and say that if you are using long wear eyeliner or those crazy lipsticks that have like 24 hour wear, um, anything like that, you're probably going to need an actual makeup remover. Yep. But other than that, we're so glad that she can use this as her staple. Awesome. Yay. Last but not least, we have one for the specialist. Um, the title is Gentle Yet Effective. I love using only one drop mixed into my other serum and seeing how effective it is. I've never been able to tolerate another acid step this way. I can tolerate this one. Short and sweet, and I love this <laughs> one because I really want to highlight that the specialist is kind of a special product in our acid lineup. Special. It's Sorry. Special. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> But yeah, it, it has 18% mandelic acid, 2% sal acid, and 5% um, 5% niacinamide. niacinamide. 
Thank you. Thank you, Victoria. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> um, it's compared to the gold standard and baby steps, the other two products in our lineup, it's a little milder and it's mild enough to be used as a leave-on spot treatment. That's why we call it the specialist to kind of help nip congestion in the bud. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of questions about like, oh, I have oily acne skin. Is this the best for me? And sometimes we'll we'll still say it kind of depends on your acid tolerance, right? This is mild enough for most people to be used as a leave-on spot treat. But in this person's case, a one drop mix into the serum where it's diluted down seems to be the perfect level for her. So again, it's still uh, your acid tolerance and how you use an acid booster should still depend on your skin type. We have also gotten feedback from certain oily acne skin individuals that they have to go all the way up to a gold standard and then they see the benefits of AHA. So that's why we created this line so you can find your AHA true love. Yeah, awesome. And so for our podcast listeners, as a thank you, um, please use our new promo code ChemistCoin to get $5 off your first order. Um, yeah, we really hope you um, enjoy just trialing some of our babies that we formulated and hopefully can find a way to just dial and really own the routine that you create. So, all right. Let's get into the meat. All right. So in the meats. All right, Gloria, tell us in what was meat. our challenge. Um <laughs> <laughs> The meat of this episode is what we dedicated most of May to, which is a bunch of sunscreen to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call it our 30 for 30. It kind of went on for a little longer than 30 days, but we... It's just a lot of sunscreen. It was a lot. I think Gloria had it, and I had to give the device back and forth, and then it kept dying on us, and uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to, honestly, I feel like as we did the test, it kind of evolved with mm-hmm. um, with what we're doing. At first, the original idea is we want to test these sunscreens across different categories. Mm-hmm. We want to test how it wears, how mm-hmm. it reapplies, and also how the blank slate works by washing all off. Mm-hmm. And I will say, when we first started, we probably didn't envision it going the way it did. I think the OG rubric, grading rubric we had was like, <laughs> uh, texture. Yeah. Does it have five a points white for texture? Yeah, yeah, five yeah. points for white cast. And then, uh, and, and as we started using these sunscreen, we're like, well, I'm going to take a point off because <laughs> it smells bad. Or I'm going to add a point because it has a surprising characteristic. So we learn a lot about us even doing yeah, this test. Totally. So we're going to jump into our thoughts on some of these different categories. Yeah. And to start, we have to start with sunscreens that use just US chemical filters. Yeah, and this is probably our largest category mm-hmm. of products we tested. The reason being because the sunscreener really only shows chemical filters really well. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these minerals and hybrids because the minerals are going to be reflecting some of that UV light, mm-hmm. it just doesn't quite show up as well. And you, it's really hard to know, like, how does it wear? How does it wash off? So this is our biggest category by far. And I will have to add that if you're looking at some of these reels we put together and it's if it's a video on me, look for my freckles on the mineral videos. Same. I've got pigmentation too. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way I can see where the mineral has gone. It's quite hard. So for this category, I think one of the biggest takeaways for Gloria and I was that the orifice size of the spout 
Also, oh, thank matters. you for specifying. I know. I knew Gloria was like mm, Orphis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely matters in how much you apply. After we did the whole series about the two finger method, the teaspoon, and how maybe three fingers is better, uh, we try. <laughs> <laughs> we, we try to stick to three fingers however there are definitely a couple of these where i'm like that was not necessary like at all one and, horrific. F- one and a half fingers too many so uh one of those would be the kroger super goop knockoff yeah tube so that one has like i would think <laughs> <laughs> the perfect orifice size because <laughs> when we were doing the weight testing episode six yeah. if you want to refer back to that episode it dispenses a pretty decent amount even with just two fingers it gets it gets you uh-huh. <laughs> it gets you about how much you need for your face mm-hmm. with just two fingers but it feels bad man it feels real bad oh <laughs> uh, this is one of those classic old school silicone textures that just it just makes you feel so greasy and it never absorbs. And I just feel like that if you ever want to know what a bad silicone texture feels like, that is a great example of it. So I tested that. I put that one through on my boxing class test because yeah. it was also rated for water resistance. Yeah. So I kind of want to see how it does in a more sporty, more sweaty setting. It held up okay. Like yeah. it didn't really bug my eyes that much. And my eyes tend to be very sensitive to sunscreen yeah. runnings. But it feels bad before the class. It feels bad after the class. It was just a greasy, greasy mess. Feel bad, man. Yeah, very man. (laughs) I think another worse one we probably have to call out is the Aveeno. You will see this reel of me having a mental and physical meltdown because of this sunscreen. (laughs) If you wondered why Gloria was crying in two of our podcast episodes, it's because she was wearing the Aveeno SPF 50. So I'll be 100% honest, when, I was, when I'm doing these tests, I am trying to be cognizant of applying enough, but we tested so many different formulas and there's a couple that really scarred me. So like, I know I'm supposed to glaze the crap out of my fingers, but I'm like, oh no, the light looking a little thin, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so this formula was so runny. It's kind of funky, too, because when you put it on your fingers, it's actually got a little bit of thickness to it. But as soon as you spread it, it just runs like like a bubble. Yeah. And I will say on initial contact on face, you might be you might actually think that this is a good one. Like, oh, yeah, it's like a gel cream. It's very refreshing. And then it just stays wet (laughs) forever. It doesn't dry. And then it slowly drips down to your eye as the day goes on. Yep. And when we got a lot of very not kind comments on TikTok, that's like, uh, yeah, okay, why don't you just wear less? Duh. (laughs) To these people, I'm trying to apply the regulated amount of sunscreen. If that texture would have been okay on my skin, if I apply maybe like, a drop this is exactly why we tell people it's like you want to find a texture that Mm -hmm. you're willing to apply heavy Mm -hmm. if you fall into this category of thought where you're like just apply less you found the wrong sunscreen Mm -hmm. so anyways i i when we i feel like when i read those comments i was like we have done not done a good job of educating yes when it comes to sunscreen more is more, and you're probably already under applying a little bit. Yeah. But let's talk about some good ones. Um, 
We should say there are a couple new ones we got to try. Mm-hmm. Um, Naturian's SPF 50, mm-hmm. Crave Beauty's SPF 40. I thought, I will say the Naturium one, um, a, my family really liked. Mm-hmm. It's SPF 50, high, um, high protection, but the texture wasn't overly greasy. So I would say, yeah, honestly, if with some of these new sunscreens, the textures are not bad. Yeah. I wanted to call out the user one as a su- yeah. surprise drugstore win. Yeah, yeah. It's not, I, I wouldn't say it's the most elegant sunscreen ever. Mm. If you buy it, like, you wouldn't be like, oh my god, it's a beautiful formula. But at the same time, like, for the p- price point, yeah, it does, I think of all the drugstore sunscreens we tried in this test, this one did by far the best. No, that's a really good point. Classic lotion with a reasonable dry down time. And it's not super heavy, nor is it, like, super dry. So yeah. it's just, like, a pretty... Like run of the mill standard does a job workhorse of the formula. And I'm glad you brought that up because I do feel like sunscreen pricing is moving north. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's harder to find like more affordable sunscreen mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah. The other one I should mes- mention that surprised us was La Roche Posay's SPF 70. This is kind of that classic, it's got a bit of a thin moisturizer texture. Despite the higher SPF 70, which to be honest, we should clarify, we don't really care about. If you find an SPF 50, that's great. Um, there's no need to push for the higher SPF value here. Yeah. But I think that one was surprisingly um, pretty clean. Yeah. Yeah. For a higher SPF. We've in at L'Oreal, we tried some high SPFs and and even when we were doing some um, competitor analysis, we looked at them. Some of them can get pretty gross. Yeah. So very pleasantly surprised by that one. Uh, and another one, another whole brand we want to give shout out to you is the Vacation yeah. line. They're actually, they're pretty good. I was fully expecting the whipped cream texture to be full gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually, first of all, in the weight test, that nozzle, yeah. the way it dispenses, it dispenses a really good weight yeah. of sunscreen so you're getting proper coverage based mm-hmm. on um the usage amount uh for the amount of fluff that you put on your face at the beginning you look a little silly because it's like you just got pied in the face <laughs> but it actually like dries down pretty quickly yeah. it doesn't have a really long play time and the finish is not overly shiny or overly heavy it is a little bit on the nourishing side if you have oily skin you might not like it as much as i did mm-hmm. i will say the only downfall there is it's positioning as a water resistant sunscreen but i found that um and, and we should say that this is such a good product to talk about because i had issues with it i took it to a boxing class i had issues with it kind of running my eye just a little bit mm-hmm. not too not too badly but it was it still got patchy and runny with um sweat Water resistance and sweat resistance are really two like kind of off concepts. In the U.S., you're not supposed to claim sweat resistance, so a lot of times people just reach for that water resistant sunscreen. Mm-hmm. But their performance with sweat can vary far and wide in between. Yeah, but totally agree. I think the whole line is actually pretty solid. Mm-hmm. The SPF 50 lotion, another one that's pretty clean, um, not too greasy. Yeah, so I would say overall pretty good. I actually should ask Gloria, um, do you want to run through which of the ones that you had issues like running into your eyes? Gloria happens to be more sensitive with that than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you will see in our podcast episode nine with my really bring- red eyes. And I think it was episode eight. I was like just winking on Victoria the whole time. I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> uh, 
I had the vacation whip. I had a little bit of issue with it running my eye. And this is with sweat. If I use it without going out and running around, it's really honestly not bad at all. And it holds. Huge issues with the Aveeno one. That one, without me doing anything, I was literally sitting down recording a podcast. Mm -hmm. It just slowly migrated to my eye area. Mm -hmm. And it's a little irritating to my eye area. All the Asian ones did really well with the migration test. Oh, okay. Even ones without specifying sweat resistant, I have no issue with it running into my eye. Got it. Um, I, you know what's funny for me is I don't have, get irritation, but I do wear contacts. Mm -hmm. So I do have moments where suddenly my vision will go foggy. Sudden blindness. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. It's happening. <laughs> And so I think um, I tend to have that with very fluid formula. So mm -hmm. the LRP, La Roche-Posay fluid um, SPF 60, that mm -hmm. one, sometimes I will have that issue. And then I did want to mention, because we definitely read all of our community, comment community commentary on all of our videos mm -hmm. and their feedback. Naturian was a really funky one that people, there were a few of them that did say that they try not to apply too close to the eye area. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share that. I did not experience that. I don't think Laura did either. I, I didn't, but I, nor did I do anything super strenuous when I tried it out. Yeah. I was, it was, a, I wore like a daily SPF. Yeah. And this is something else that we should call out too is these tests we do try to just replicate how we would we put it through different environments mm -hmm. but it's impossible for victoria to go snorkel 18 times with every <laughs> single one of the wire resistant sunscreen Gloria is not gonna pay for victoria's vacation to test this <laughs> nor am i going to 18 different boxing classes with everything so the conditions at which we test these yeah. are a little different. We yeah. do try to match, like, say, if it's more positioned to be a sports sunscreen, we'll take it to a sporting event. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't have those claims, we'll wear it in the office uh, as a daily sunscreen kind of test. Totally. So the Naturian, well, I, just, I didn't put it through a torture test. I just sat in the office with yeah. it. We should also um, mention Evie. Shout out mm -hmm. to the Evie team. They sent us a lovely package. It is not a u.s brand so unfortunately mm. you can't purchase it but for our non-us listeners we know it's definitely a cult favorite yeah goya did a really fun humidity test i thought that was great actually that's one of my biggest learnings because i during this test i had a chance to go back to taiwan yeah. which is a swamp land yeah and it's it does not hold up to humidity is sunscreen killer yeah um the ev one i will say they do have their water resistance range so sadly i didn't bring that one with me to humidity to see how it does mm. but um i what i took is their daily wear uh spf and that one did not hold up in humidity at all it got really patchy without me really doing anything yeah but then when i test it back here in la i put it through the exact same test in taiwan i took it to a cafe did some work came back it was shockingly patchy and then i did the same test in the u.s where uh in la where it's much drier mm -hmm. also did a lot of dust work and it held up insanely well yeah so the environment that you're in kind of matters totally we should move on to a few of the minerals we tried Ooh, difficult category yeah i gotta say um obviously because we didn't have many there was going to be four actually no there's three 
and only two actually ended up making it that were pure mineral. There mm. are a lot more hybrids nowadays. But one of them, we had a completely axe. It's the Think Sport SPF 50. That one you can find at Target. We had an axe because it failed stability when we got it. Well, that's awkward. And what we mean by that is um, I can show you the video here of me squeezing out the tube. And then you'll just see like a gush of water come out. And then the white lotion. I feel blob. like we should do a montage of if your sunscreen looks like this, it is time to throw it out. Yeah. So unfortunately, we're not going to test that one. And if you ever see that happen to your own sunscreen, it yeah, you got to move on. We tested the Cetaphil uh, mineral face sunscreen. So sorry, Victoria. <laughs> it's not great. It's really not great. It's um. It's a thin fluid. Honestly, it's not even a texture issue. Um, there's definitely a white cast. And just like Gloria was saying is once you start doing sweat, um, any sort of uh, high performance activity, it doesn't really hold up very well. Even and though its position is water resistance, yeah. 80 minutes. Yes. And had an issue where it started running into like some of my family's eyes. Mm. Yeah. So I would say, unfortunately, this is not my favorite mineral. I will be honest. My confession here is I did my best to punt every single mineral towards Victoria. <laughs> oh, white cast. It's, just fine. it's fair. Yeah. And also, also I went to Hawaii. So, I mean, I was trying to be mindful of their guidance. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I have dry skin and I struggle a lot with mineral formulas because yeah. I minerals like because it's like a suspension of a powder. They tend to feel really drying yeah. on me. The only one I really, really tested was the Murad City Defense line. Mm. It's the one in a dropper. I was fully expecting it to be atrocious. I will say, I think Murad's onto something. I think their City Defense line, their, yes. um, their minerals tend totally. to be really good. Their texture is pretty pleasant. Yeah. This one, the big downfall here is that it's very shiny. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty shiny. Not in a way that's like, like I don't find it to be very offensive. Mm -hmm. Like I, I would go out with it, but I think that's not the look that everyone's targeting. But it wears pretty decently, and it surprisingly didn't make me feel dry over time. I agree with you. I think Murad City Defense line is pretty good. Mm -hmm. I do love their mineral sunscreen for face. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just so expensive. Mm -hmm. Um. I have to say, I still hate the dropper packaging. Yeah. I can't get over that because I just feel like it's already so cumbersome. And can you imagine bringing a dropper to wherever you're going to like reapply? Mm -hmm. It's just this whole spiel you have to do. And mm -hmm. you can't even, you have to have a surface to put the dropper on. So I just, I feel like I'm just like a dropper hater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're off base here. So those are the only three we tried. And that's not to say we won't be trying more just outside of this challenge. So more to come. Um, we <laughs> definitely need a moment to talk about Tintin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is another category I punted towards Victoria very hard. <laughs> wow. Guys. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> talk about a really wild category. I realized that definitely next year would like to focus even more on this group just because mm. textures all over the place, the coverage is all over the place. 
And I, okay, I will say the worst one that I had to make Gloria try because I felt like this was a product that people loved, mm -hmm. but I just wasn't getting it. And then mm -hmm. I needed Gloria to confirm this was the Australian gold. Yeah. So I will say why I think people might like this is they're probably under applying like mm. crazy. It has that classic powdery spread, but when you apply it like a sunscreen, so at least the two very glazed finger rule to three finger rule, when when I applied it, first of all, the playtime is really long. Mm -hmm. Secondly, the coverage I am getting from that amount of sunscreen was not flattering. It's it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of pigment. And I gotta be honest, I was talking to Gloria about this, is that I feel like the formula has changed because I don't mm. remember the formula being like this when we tested it out two years ago. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. It's you don't want to put a lot on mm. because if you if you put the foundation amount, it actually works really well. Mm -hmm. There gets to be a certain point where once you start putting, once you pass the threshold, it stops absorbing. Yeah. And then it just sits on your face. And I felt like almost like this caking happened where I almost felt like a little bit of dryness. I was like, am I experiencing dryness right now? Can confirm. Yeah. It was freaking dry. Yeah. And exactly as Victoria said, because I gave up letting it absorb. It kind of slid around. I was like, whatever. And I was, as I was sitting there, I can feel it starting to like tiny. Yeah. And it almost feels like I'm watching it, feeling a cake in real time. Yes, exactly. So I was so surprised by that because I know it's a favorite. So I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, so I would say that's worst. I think probably the better ones, um, I think K-Skin to me, mm -hmm. their newest, um, they're a new brand that just launched. Their tinted is a chemical. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that texture actually, it does really well. And the general coverage is more my style where it's a little more on the mild coverage, I would say, mm -hmm. mild to medium. And um, absorbed well and felt like it didn't offset my skin tone <laughs> in a weird way so i think those are the probably the two that i would want to put in the spotlight mm -hmm. and then we also did a study where we wanted to test what would happen if you applied a foundation like a sunscreen mm -hmm. so i decided to use the mac spf 30 fluid and i did actually try reapplying it as well and I'll be honest, it is not the most offensive thing. Mm. So applying it three finger rule once, I felt like it's fine. Mm. It's heavier coverage, but I didn't think like I, it was like so atrocious and out, uh, just kind of outlandish to walk in with that much um, foundation. Mm -hmm. But the reapplication wasn't great. And so I think this general category I was telling Gloria is like, if you use a tinted, I think you should have makeup wipes with you. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like a little bit of a thing, right? Yeah. Like you have to think, of, you have to be very conscientious of like, okay, I might need a routine just to reapply, yeah. especially if you're outdoors a lot mm -hmm. and you need to do it more frequently. It's just, yeah. yeah a little so definitely makeup wipe. Be careful of your laundry. I, <laughs> I ruined a couple sweaters and I highly recommend double cleansing. You'll see in some of the videos um, where I actually use a white towel to dry off so you can just see <laughs> the tragedy, the tragedy. I don't 
ever think I had one where I felt like I removed all of the pigment, mm-hmm. even after a double cleanse. So this is where just be really mindful of that. But yeah, I don't know. I do really like this category. I think they're improving. So I, I'm not saying you should give up on it. I'm just saying that it takes a little tweaking compared to the other ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we're going to take a little break. Woo! We still have a whole nother trunk with international filters, <laughs> Japanese and Korean sunscreens to go through. So, but for now, let's break, 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 break it up, break, break, break it up, break, break, break it up, break, 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 break it up. <laughs> Alright, it's Animal Fun Fact Corner. <clears throat> I think the YouTube <laughs> algorithm is on to me. <laughs> Every time we do Animal Fun Fact Corner research, they start recommending these different stations to me or mm. these different channels. Mm. And my latest one is a channel called EV Knotless. And this oh. is a 78 meter research vessel owned by the Ocean Exploration Trust under the direction of Robert Ballard. Oh, I'm sorry if I say that wrong. Yeah, yeah. Researcher known for finding the Titanic wreck of Titanic. Yeah. yeah, and German battleship Bismarck. The vessel's home port is the Al- Alta Sea facility in San Pedro and the port of Los Angeles. So right here. Right here. And what I love about this channel is this is this is a ship that's dedicated to ocean research mm. and whatnot. And they do a lot of work where a lot of times they do live, live mm. streams of their exploration, their dives. And, that's awesome. And um, sometimes they have when they find unique animals, they'll upload their um, the clips. Okay. What I love about this channel is you hear the raw footage of the scientists as they like talk through what they find. Okay. And it's almost like it's adorable because you'll hear stuff like, oh my God, what is that? That's amazing. Holy crap, that looks like a Muppet. <laughs> so it's almost like, oh, these are like serious scientists doing great work in their field. But they talk like, you know, very like casual, very casual. Yeah. It's almost like a childlike wonder at everything yeah. you discover in the ocean. So from their videos, that brought me to the stubby squid. Uh, I love it already. Rosia Pacifica. These are adorably tiny little squids. They're found along basically all along the Bering Strait, so mm. along the coast of California, up to Australia, uh, Alaska, and then down to Japan. Okay, they're teeny tiny. They are their body is just about two inches. So body plus tentacles is about five <laughs> inches. <laughs> That's <what she> seven <laughs> inches five. Yeah, about. Five inches. <laughs> yeah, so they're teeny tiny. They're really, really cute. They are able to survive highly polluted water. Mm. That's why you'll even find them off of the coast of Los Angeles <laughs> and other urban areas. They're also very hardy. They are very easy to keep in the aquarium mm. uh, as long as the water is cold enough. Um, Seattle Aquarium has a year-round exhibit with these adorable little <laughs> squids. I just want to give that a shout out because they're very hardy. They can survive harsh environments. Let's not get any ideas, skincare brands. I'm sure if it, this is a kelp, someone is already harvesting it for anti-pollution no, ingredients. No, leave the stubby squid alone. Yeah. You fiends. Uh, what's really adorable is that they have little fins. Mm-hmm. And when they swim, it's like little flurry wings oh. that goes through the water. Most of the day, they hide in the they hide in the sand, exposing just their eyes. Mm. They have like a little mucus membrane that they produce that catches the sand, so it's like a mucus sand jacket that helps them camouflage. Oh, yeah. The um, is that what the um that other thingy that you found? Which one was it? The 
crab that oh, carries stuff. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was a fish that also sleeps in mucus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's come full circle. Yeah. They live about two years. Their full life cycle is they reproduce. They're born as the little mini versions of them, get to maturity, they reproduce, and then they die shortly after reproduction. Um, but the real reason why I brought this up is... From the Eevee Nautilus channel, they found one of these clone creatures in the middle of the ocean. And then it just, it looks so fake. It's just <laughs> this adorable little squid with this expression that's like, I have seen some shit. <laughs> and then looked and with the per the researchers words, they're like, oh my god, it looks like a child dropped his toy. <laughs> and that's literally what they look like. I have these wide eyes, mm-hmm. these googly eyes, and just like, it's a submarine (laughs) it almost doesn't look real yeah it's like a muppet version of a stubby squid yeah it looks super fake and i learned from me doing some research on this animal it's like part of the reason is because they are kind of like deer when you Mm. shine a light on it it gets shell shocked so Mm. then it just like goes (laughs) (laughs) oh no So it's super duper adorable. Aww. I'll put the link up here. You guys That's should check awesome. out the channel too because they have. I I spend hours just on the channel like because <laughs> <laughs> their commentary on these like sea creatures they found is super cute, very wholesome. There's a few really good like aquarium channels that mm-hmm. they just show the live feed of their like jellyfish tank yeah. or like their big aquarium i'm like yeah just having that on the background is nice very zen yeah i i really like those channels one of my favorite ones are like the otter watch uh, sometimes the jellyfish one is very zen yeah. the one that i grew out of is the red panda oh they're adorable they don't do shit <laughs> they don't do jack dooley squad <laughs> i did like oh uh, i forget which aquarium did this but they had videos where they would pair their feed with like a playlist Mm -hmm. so sometimes you'll get like jazz with like (laughs) jellyfish or you'll get fish but then it's like edm music you're like whoa this is cool that's so cute (laughs) yeah so oh yay the stubby stubby squid squid. all right you'll be okay buddy (laughs) it's okay it's gonna be okay (laughs) it was so funny in the video you can see it like like stare at the yeah. researchers and one of the research comments like oh it's veiny and you can see like the texture on oh. the the pod it almost looks like it's like what is that oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> super it's duper mind cute. being blown okay <laughs> awesome great all right that's a stubby squid uh it's time to get back into the meat all right uh, we have to talk about the asian formulas and we'll start with the Asian chemical formulas. And yes. this is probably a lot of people's favorites. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Hmm, where to start? Oh, let's do we want to start with the good ones or the not so good ones? Not so good ones. All right, let's start with the bad ones. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay, I was just ta- talking to Victoria about this. Is I kind of love the way Bure does their sunscreen lines. <laughs> there are so many and all the names are freaking confusing. It's like puree, sunscreen, milk, puree, sunscreen, Gel. lotion, yeah, puree, sun, milk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I never know what is what. Based and they're on the all names. so long. And yes. I was telling Gloria, like, what is it about Ali's skincare or sunscreen where they basically sound like 
car like um car series so the like ex the ex versus the lx versus <laughs> and i'm pretty sure that's how honda names their civics so actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i the naming for sunscreens is so that's probably the most painful part of doing this challenge is typing out the eight words that come after the brand yep yeah. But where Bureau is onto something is mm. all their bottles look very, very different. Mm. So I can just say, oh, yeah, the long bottle, the bullet bottle versus <laughs> the whatever bottle. So onto something. Yes. Yeah. The worst, uh, we tried a bunch of um, a bunch of different products from this line because it's a classic yeah. and they're known for making really great sunscreen. Yeah. Gonna have to poo-poo on the spray. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I was shocked by the way that it dried on yeah. film. And yeah. Because... Very, it's very obvious that it dried almost too quickly yeah. where you couldn't even get the film to rub evenly. It had already dried onto yeah. your face. Yeah, it's almost like where you can see exactly where your fingers are. Yeah. <laughs> and I also tested spray directly on face and then rubbing yeah. it. And even after rubbing, you can almost still see where like the specks are because it dries that fast yeah and it was virtually impossible and i will say like if i didn't have a if we didn't do the uv sunscreener test i'll be like well i guess for a spray it's like okay it feels like pretty good texture but just visually just looks really streaky yep totally agree like we said as a reminder if you are using sprays just the standard operating procedures you actually spray on your hand then rub in and also over apply. Yeah. Um, there's multiple videos of us doing sprays and you'll see what you think is a lot does not cover. It's probably only half of what you think you should apply. Yeah. So always apply more oh, these guys. And side comment is this formula also has a decent load of alcohol. It's mm -hmm. not an aerosol bottle, it's just alcohol. Mm -hmm. So that means when I close my eyes and spritz on my eyes, I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> not the eyeballs um okay yes i agree with that i think some of the ones that did honestly this category did pretty well pretty overall. decent all around the navia one is is fine it's mm. great um the uv cut mm -hmm. um obviously it's it, i think it's comparable to the biore aqua rich that we always tout yep and it's just because they get a different set of filters to work with so they are able to create these more like gel watery textures mm -hmm. where the break is a lot more fresh mm -hmm. and then it doesn't it just doesn't dry as heavy as the u.s filters so yeah yeah i will say victoria and i even though i have dry skin victoria has oily skin mm -hmm. a lot of these, these tests we realize that our tasting sunscreen become converge somewhere in the middle it's like yeah. it's kind of similar we do pay attention to different aspects of it because mm -hmm. of our skin type but it's reasonably similar but the one where we our opinions pretty split is the beauty of jungsen one <laughs> yeah that one applies pretty pretty nicely um it's a it's a good formula but interestingly on me it feels it starts to get really drying as i wear it and yeah. i don't know what's in it that's causing that yeah, I don't know. But I mean, for me, I thought it was perfectly fine. It's another good texture. I don't feel overly greasy. I'm actually wearing it right now to make sure. <laughs> but yeah, I actually think it's another like great texture. Very reminiscent of the pharmacy mm -hmm. sunscreen that mm -hmm. we had before. But yeah, also found it surprising. We also really liked the Neogen one. That one was a surprise win for yes. me. Um, I didn't... 
Not that I didn't think it was going to be good, but、mm-hmm. I was expecting something that's very similar to the Nivea or、mm-hmm. the classic Biore.、Mm-hmm. But to me, what's really winning about this is how fast the film sets.、Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does give you enough playtime to rub in a very even layer,、mm-hmm. but it sets really fast into a very clean finish. Yeah, so so fast that. Sometimes, like where I find people tend to underapply, is kind of like the the Vina video or some of the other formulas we tested that have longer playtime. You tend not to want to apply so much that like you're like just sitting there for too long rubbing. Yeah, in. like a whole minute and a half rubbing、yeah. in. And Victoria and I, when we we're doing the test, most sunscreen tend to take about a good, I would say maybe fifty seconds to rub、yeah. in. And if it's longer than that, if it gets to like the minute thirty, it feels really excessive. This one, I kid you not, sets in like thirty seconds or、yeah. less. It's yeah, totally. really pleasant. It's I wouldn't say it has like a fresh break. It's、yeah. just a very light lotion. Yeah. Um. So the texture, it's just honestly, it's really nice. So I would say, yeah, that's a another win. Um. Yeah. So that's chemicals,、mm-hmm. and then we also did a couple that were Asia hybrids, and this is definitely a realm that I, I do feel like. Is gaining some traction in Asia. Yeah, I think Asia is starting to catch on to the reef safe claims a、mm-hmm. little bit, and their take is to just take Asian filters and sometimes combine it with a zinc or titanium、mm-hmm. dioxide. So a lot of classic Asian formulas are actually hybrids.、Mm-hmm. One of the like OG sunscreen formulas that came from.、Um, That came from Asia is the Shiseido Anessa sunscreen. That's the one, the gold bottle. I feel like I've seen ads on that sunscreen since I was in like middle school or something. Very old school, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's touted as the high performance sunscreen.、Yeah. The Anessa used to do a lot of com-、um, commercials of some hot model popping out a swimming pool <laughs> or playing sand volleyball.、Yes. So it's definitely one that's touted to be everything resistant, sweat, humidity, whatever, all of that. I took this. I was so impressed with how well it held up. I will say, I, I will say one really positive thing and one kind of negative thing about this formula.、Um, the really impressive thing is it it is in really good,、um, really high performing, and really does hold up super well to sweat resistance.、Mm-hmm. I sweat like crazy doing well in these classes, and afterwards, you can see a lot of time, a lot of sunscreen after、um, I work out. On the UV、uh, sunscreener, you can no longer tell where I apply where I didn't apply.、Mm-hmm. So usually on the、um, when I apply, you see this little ring here where I leave、mm-hmm. around my eyes, and even after the workout, the Anessa, you can see exactly where that ring is. Yeah,、uh, where it fades is kind of where I've been rubbing or wiping off sweat like around my cheeks, but there's still it's still there. There's still coverage. You're just getting less of, less of it by rubbing off. But in terms of performance, I was like. Very impressed, and a lot of times, even the water resistant sunscreen, I worry about running into eyes.、Mm-hmm. No issues whatsoever. None of it got into my eyes. As I was washing off, actually, when when I was washing off, obviously that gets in my eye a little bit, and I felt the sting a little bit. So I know that if it runs in my eye, it would have irritated them. What's funny is I actually had issues with Anessa running into my eye. That is so weird. So、very、I think、different. it's like very because again I think I struggle when it gets super fluid and、yeah. if I'm not careful is if I get too close. It's not that I caused any stinging or irritation. It's just that I had that again that blindness that happens in my contact lens. So 
Anessa happened to be one of them. And I'm pretty sure I haven't been able to test the athleticism yet, but I'm pretty sure I would have the same issue there. And I will follow up with that finding. Actually, I think that is the the other takeaway too. The main downside to the Anessa formula is the playtime is on the long side. Mm-hmm. So like Victoria was mentioning, like, that fluid, glidey texture, mm. it is more likely that you will get in your eye on silicone fluids. Yep, yep, okay. yep. But I, I, I should also mention, I think Anessa does the mineral hybrid best. I still had a little bit of a white cast with mm-hmm. the Alley mm-hmm. um, UV gel. And um, yeah, so I would think that, yeah, it actually does pretty well. That's a pretty good point. Yeah. And I think an uh, Alley does taste a little bit of that classic Asian approach. Oh, huh. Where it's a little bit white on purpose. I'm pretty pale. And yep, on me, I can totally I fair. can see that it's it's not a cast per mm-hmm. se, but it's just a white tint on me. Yeah. Totally it's a weird. Yep. Yeah. Agree. So I think that is a quick run through of all of the sunscreens we tried mm-hmm. but we definitely wanted to dedicate like the last 10 minutes of this to just our general Learnings, findings yeah. going through this whole journey because i definitely learned a few things or two and especially because i thought i am an avid sunscreen user and yet i still have i'm still learning yeah, yeah. So I think the first thing I will say is I have to talk about using, especially because I'm oily skin, Mm -mm. using sunscreen every day with reapplication. I do feel like there is a little bit of skin congestion over time. And it's totally not always on the sunscreen. It's also my cleansing habits. I feel like I needed to be a lot more aware of how diligent I am about cleaning. And, and that was learning for me. Yeah. And Victoria's absolutely right. Like doing this, the downside of testing so many formulas in such a short period of time is it's hard for us to pinpoint what might be causing the sure. issue. So even for me, I have dry skin, I rarely ever get any any pimples. So I found through the sunscreeners that I don't cling very well towards my, yeah. uh, my, my hairline. hairline. Yes. And... Throughout this test, I got a couple pimples around my hairline. Yeah. I don't know which one's causing it, to be honest, yeah. because like there are some good ones and not so good ones. And yeah, cleansing habit definitely pops up in a not so great way here. Yeah. So I don't know for those. I know there's a, a cohort, a very large cohort of us that are very afraid of putting on sunscreen when you're breaking out. Mm-hmm. It's still the thing to do. And you can always just combat that with a really good cleansing routine. So mm-hmm. Like I said, highly recommend double cleansing. If you need to reapply, I would say have those makeup wipes on you. All of that. I would have liked to do that next time mm-hmm. if I did this again. Yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah. And I think um, with double cleansing, I didn't find that. I find most sunscreens wash off well yeah. with just a blank slate. Yeah. I learned so much about myself and where I tend to miss yes! spots. Oh my gosh. Okay, go through <laughs> it. Where? <laughs> This dot on my chin. <laughs> the Jafar zone. The Jafar zone. Like right here, literally right here, right <laughs> under my chin, like where a cleft chin yes. would be. There's so many times I go staring at myself in the UV camera. I was like, <laughs> boop, there's literally a dot of something yeah. here. Um, obviously, sometimes we do these tests in the middle of the day. And I I do avoid the eye area on purpose if I have makeup on. 
but I don't avoid my hairline on purpose. Yeah. I still miss a lot of yes. uh, all along here. Totally. So for me, it's eye area i think there's like three or four videos where in the sunscreen it looks like (laughs) i have like leftover eyeliner from yesteryear yeah and so there's that and then the other thing is this oh yeah oh we're both really from the sideburn yeah terrible yeah i'm apparently terrible at washing this area i think the funniest one i saw is like it almost looked like victoria took a marker and just (laughs) drew around her face yeah so that's pretty bad and i think one thing that i I, this is going off tangent but one thing that people commented on while we did this was how many times did people were like what about your ears and i'm like yes Oh yeah! Don't forget your ears. <laughs> Better coaches than we are players. What can I say? Yes, yeah. yes, guys, kids, hear it from us. Don't forget your ears. <laughs> yeah. So yes, cleansing. I learned a lot weirdly about cleansing, even more than sunscreen. So I feel like yeah. Oh, and this is where like I think last last episode we talked about our cleansing habits a little bit, and I mentioned that. My bad habit is sometimes I substitute cleansing time with aggression. Yeah. To thoroughly clean, just <laughs> definitely lather a little bit, a little yeah. bit longer than you normally would to give that deep clean. I will say sometimes I tend to miss spots more if I'm in a hurry, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm just like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, that's probably good enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, totally. I think another thing we have to talk about is just general face touching or like any sort of rubbing or like when Gloria goes to these classes and she's sweating, she probably like wipes a certain area. And I feel like I've noticed it does not. A lot of these just do not hold up to that at all. Yeah. So rubbing mechanical actions are is so important to yeah. how your sunscreen wears. I will say, well, first of all, I was going through a bout of terrible, terrible um, allergies. So a lot of times I'm blowing my nose, so I, I can't help that. And it definitely just rubs all the sunscreen around my nose. Yeah. And then I find myself, I definitely am someone to prop up my cheek and my chin when I think or when I work. Yep. Or As Gloria does this. Yes. And the worst is sometimes I think by literally squeezing my cheek <laughs> and then sitting on this. And you will see where I rub sunscreen off right along my cheeks. Yes, totally. Yep. And like toweling. So one thing that happened a lot was like, you go swimming, snorkeling, or whatever, and then you would like towel off, and then you're like, crap. Yeah. I don't think I I think it just wiped all of it off. Yeah. Um, there's one thing that we learned was, and it's actually a video of my sister where she shows her um, she takes off her snorkel mask, mm-hmm. and you can see that all of the sunscreen in the snorkel mask is intact, mm-hmm. but then everything around it is gone. <laughs> so it's like that I mean, if anything, that just shows you like when you are rubbing and you're just touching your face, all of that can compromise the film. There's actually, just don't think about it though. yeah. There's another video that I did, the one on the Bure athleticism line. Yeah. That one, I I took it outside on a jog. Yeah. And then when I came back, you can see in the camera, it was disgusting. It was just like sweat beads yeah. everywhere. And But the, the film, that was another very impressive performance yeah. one. The film is all there. It's basically, it's really good. And I took a towel to just pat 
but I, I I still dragged it a little bit just to wipe off the sweat and instantly it's it took off like a huge chunk of it and yeah that mechanical action matters and a lot of uh, a lot of times when I go to like say a boxing class or something yeah. I'm if it, if I get too sweaty I'm like wiping things yeah. sweat off with my sleeve yeah pretty bad yeah, yeah. exactly and that's a good segue for us to explain that you know a lot of people rely on water resistance yeah. for sweating activities yeah. and it doesn't always hold up and that's kind of the challenge with sunscreens and sunscreen claims that i feel like is not helpful yep so yeah. uh reapply often exactly <laughs> it's all, it's all you can do yeah yeah um other than that uh, any other learnings, Gloria? I think one of the, the most interesting things I learned is the humidity yeah. and how bad it is for sunscreen. Yeah. Uh, I took two formulas on this humidity versus less humidity test. Mm-hmm. One is a Bure Fluid. That's the one in the bullet-shaped case. And then one is the EV sunscreen. I already talked about EV a little bit. The Bure one was, um, was also a surprise for me. That one is one of my favorite just texture wise yeah and it's formulated in asia boy it just died in yeah. humidity it yeah. just the way it lifts the film or something and then that combined with um when i was there i still had to wear a face mask totally just that little extra rubbing it just off and but this, that's another formula that if you're just on a regular day-to-day in an environment that's less humid holds up beautifully so yeah very surprising yeah, so I'll be honest, I think Gloria and I, the way we rated these, we should say that, you know, we kind of generally see anything from like a six and higher to yeah. be a pretty decent sunscreen that's worth a shot. And then a lot of these Asian ones do end up falling in the like eight, even nine category, mm-hmm. I feel like. US, a good one is like six, seven, sometimes eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I do feel like next year we would probably change up the grading just a little bit. We actually don't even like truly to grade because we know at the end of the day it is a little bit of a personal anecdote, right? So, but we hope it was helpful. Um, And hopefully the visuals are a good reminder of how to just apply sunscreen correctly and to actually use sunscreen. Any Um, favorites? Overall? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, okay any favorites i i think gloria is right i think that neogen was a pretty solid surprise mm-hmm. i actually like beauty of Joseon. i know gloria mm-hmm. doesn't like it and then i think the navia one i know they're all asians terrible but they that one just because i think price wise it's not that bad and um it's still solid texture for me so for yeah. me it's it, hard they're all i don't know i just feel like it's the pros and cons yeah there's no perfect sunscreen yeah for me i texture alone i still like the bure fluid by far ah, the best the um, athleticism one no not the athleticism one the oh, one in the, the bullet, bullet case ah. but just like based on like how it, my experience looking at a sunscreener and seeing how fast it sets and how it can apply a little streaking but uh, it, it still feels like a really good one for me yeah. for daily wear the beauty of joseph one was a very pleasant surprise i really like that one and neogen oh sorry the neogen one is a very pleasant surprise i think of all the sweat because i took a lot of it on runs and stuff yeah 
Uh, between the NASA and the athleticism, I'm impressed by both their performance. I would texture wise, I would put athleticism a little、mm. higher, just because the NASA one has that. Uh, it's、Silicone. a little powdering,、mm-hmm. yeah. And over time, it feels a little drying on me. For sure.、Uh, but the bureau、uh, wasn't drying on me. So, and then to, for me, like another takeaway here is like I learned a lot about criteria of sunscreen. Like, I didn't really think about super consciously. I, I think it was really fun to test so many products back to back to、yeah. back because you really start thinking about what qualities you really care about.、Mm-hmm. We always say texture is king. It's what works for you. What will get you to apply. A lot of sunscreen,、yeah. apply it liberally. Yeah. Um. I think for me, the surprise that about what I look for in a sunscreen is, I used to think I'm someone that likes the glidey formulas a little bit. Okay. Do you have a、no、texture、longer. in mind? Um. That's glidey. Wow, you caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just want to know what glidey means. <laughs> Yeah. Well, actually, I should rephrase that. I, I, I don't think I didn't think I was someone that's that picky about sunscreen.、Mm. I know something that I'm really cognizant of is drying, because some formulas,、mm. especially minerals,、yes. minerals are always drying on me over time. Yeah. And there's some chemicals that's、um, a little alcoholic that can feel really drying over time. So that's something I'm always、yeah. looking for. But for me, going through all of these, I was surprised by like, oh. Wow, some like even though I have dry skin, some look really shiny on me.、Yeah. Or playtime is something that I, I wasn't super picky about before this test, but like just testing a range of different like amounts of rubbing time, I this really matters. And the last thing that I pay a lot of attention to is like how your hand feels after application. Ah,、uh, yes. Yeah. How much of it is on still on your hand? Yeah, for this sure. This is something I found that I, I mean I always kind of knew like that's something to think about, but comparing all the different formulas, how it feels on hand after, that's something I care about a surprising amount because there are some that's just like it makes your hand feel glidey or powdery、yep. or just. Kind of gross.、No. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I felt like with tinteds, I wish I had applied with like a brush or something、mm-hmm. because just the amount of pigment on hand is gross. So、mm-hmm. that's a really good point. And I just wanted to add like a couple more because I feel like we always tout the Asian ones, but、mm. if you're in the U.S. and you're trying to just buy based on like U.S. chemical filters or what's around you. I think the vacation ones、mm-hmm. are a great place to start. La Roche Posay is still solid. solid honestly,、yeah. they have such a range of sunscreens with textures that all, for the most part, dry pretty, pretty well.、Mm-hmm. So I think that those are the two brands we would point you towards. And then a big surprise was the Usern SPF.、Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Anyways, I yeah, that's it. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, it was kind of fun. It was really fun. Yeah. yeah, and I know there's still a lot of other ones that we could test. Maybe there'll be around more、two. to come. More to come, and、yeah. we'll probably tr- think about refining the skill a little bit. <laughs> still, know that our numbers are a little subjective, but、yeah. you know, hopefully this was helpful. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I think that wraps it up for the meats. Yes. Where can they find us, Gloria? You can find us <laughs> on our website at chemistconfessions.com. You can email us at info at chemistconfessions dot com. <laughs> you can also DM us on Instagram at chemist dot confession. Don't forget chemist coin for your five dollar off coupon. And that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, we will see you next time. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.